in helping with Florence. This is a tough hurricane, one of the wettest we've ever seen from the standpoint of water, from the standpoint of water, from the standpoint of water, from the standpoint of water. You are listening to the GAFCast. We're going to bring you to new heights and show you places you've never been. Tune in, sit down, get a warm can of Tesco Lager and sit down and enjoy this episode of the GAFCast. Pubs will hardly ever open again. We're going to go all around the world and back again. We're going to cover everything here at the GAFCast. And I hope you're ready and hope you're strapped in. They reckon that vaccine's hard dodgy. Keep your arms inside the vehicle at all times. You are listening to the GAFCast and shit is about to get real. That Fergal Bowers over there. Hello everybody and welcome to the show. I'm Darren Gaffney and you're listening to the GaffCast. So welcome to this episode everybody. How was your week? What is the crack in Iraq? Did you get up too much? Was there any gallivanting done? A bit of the old tomfoolery. I don't know who tomfoolery was but I'd say it was good crack. You know actually now what I want to say. You ever wake up randomly some morning? And you just open your eyes and you just have instantly a flashback of something really embarrassing you did like years ago. Usually when you were drinking or something like that. The other day I woke up, just on the, during the week like, woke up in the morning, just had this flashback of a night out I had when I was on Erasmus. And I told a lot of people from all over Europe that uh, Jamie Oliver was my first cousin and that he used to take teach me how to make papadongs and all that. Um. Yeah, I like I got really into it, like and made up a load of shite. Like I made it sound properly believable, and just talked about all the stuff we did together <laughs> and the holidays we went on when we were younger. Um, and then yeah, like ever since that night, then any time I met them in the in the university in the college, uh, they'd always ask like, "Oh, how's Jamie?" And I'd be like, "Oh, he's grand." Like, I was, I just had to carry it on. Like he couldn't go back and say like that was because I didn't know them that well. Like so. You couldn't go back and say that was all a lie. Because, like, <laughs> why would someone say they're related to Jamie Oliver? Yeah, so if I was, like, waiting to go into a class in a room and you're waiting on the lecturer and you're just waiting in the hall and all the students are standing outside, well, a few of them would come up and be, like, just making small talk and be like, oh, what's the story? Like, what's the crack with Jamie and all that? And I just like, yeah, he's good. Um, He's good. In my head going, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, this lie, this is ridiculous. Like I don't know, I could have picked anyone. If you're gonna if you're gonna say you're related to someone famous, like could have picked anyone in the whole world. And I picked Jamie Oliver, like. Uh absolute uh yeah, I don't know what I was thinking there. <laughs> so I had to carry it on. So it was always like, ah oh, yeah, yeah, he's keeping well. I'll I'll probably see him now when I go home for Christmas, but yeah, so I just woke up during the week and thought about that and cringed a lot. I was like, Oh my god, <laughs> what the fuck? But uh, yeah, it was a strange uh flashback there um, I just thought I'd share that but anyway let's not waste any time and let's springboard into this episode of the GAFCAST so during the week the HSC's computer systems were broken into by a bunch of hackers from Russia a Russian? Well, to be technical, he's an Uzbekistanian, but... Uzbekistanian? 
I've been dealing with those sneaky Russian dogs. Yeah, so they've gained access to all the patients' records and information and they're threatening to release it online unless they get a ransom of 16 million from the government. I think the gang is called Wizard Spider. Wizard Spider. Shite name, shite name. But like, how much of a dick do you have to be to blackmail with patients' personal information? Like, it's just, um, it's fairly grim that um, that would go on. I was wondering if the the HSE system was like difficult to hack. Or was it just like password one, two, three <laughs> or open sesame and then they just gained access to everything or Tony Houlihan spelled backwards. And then we have a bit of the Norton or McAfee. McAfee is it called <laughs> antivirus or did we even bother to get the subscription? Just couldn't be arsed. Kept logging in and just ignoring the, the old antivirus thing that kept popping up in the bottom corner. Ah, sure to be all right. No one will ever bother hacking Ireland's fucking system anyway. But I don't know, I'd say Norton or McAfee would be doing well to stop these boys. Like they were probably planning for weeks in some shed, be ant in Siberia or something. Like the internet and all that is, it's a strange place. Like, um, like the internet that we do be on and that, unless you're like a drug dealer or a human trafficker, is only the tip of the iceberg. Then you have like the dark web and all that kind of crack. That's where a lot of shady shit goes on. On in the world, um, you don't want to end up. Some of the stuff that apparently goes on there is um, just absolutely mental, and I'd say that's that's where them hackers are living. That's where they live their lives in the dark web. But like, it's mad. Like the internet has all our information. Like it tracks everything we do and stuff. Um, like one day, imagine if like everyone's internet history just got hacked and released. Um. There'd be a few marriages ended that day, I'd say. <laughs> Here, what's this website, Big Busty Babes? You visited like 27 times in the last four days. <laughs> oh, uh, don't mind uh, don't mind that. It's just a, um, it's a hardware website. Like, what even is the internet? Like, you know what I mean? Who invented this thing? This, what? I don't even know what it is. Like, I remember joking about saying, oh, sure, the internet's in a, in a big shed somewhere and, in the country but like it is isn't that building the building outside Dublin now like that's going to be the home of Ireland's internet um I don't even know how it works what is it like wi-fi as well like all I know is to open the door and let the wi-fi in or if you close the door it'll block the air signal it's a uh, it's a different it's just like what this thing that we have that we just connect up to and not a bull's notion do I know how it works. I'm sure, it could be just, I don't know, it could be doing anything. It would be tracking every single thing I do. But it is, like, but, I don't know, the internet, yeah, it's mental. Who invented the, who invented internet? Did some lad, like, I never heard of the lad or woman that invented it. It's, when you think about it, like, it's just mind-boggling. Maybe I'll buy an old book on it sometime and read up how the internet came about. Or better still, I could just search what is the internet using the internet. <laughs> but yeah, I can see them big rooms like uh, I think I've seen the one for like America where like all the stuff is stored. It's like this big massive warehouse full of all the wires and systems and all that where all the stuff runs through. Like I know a bit about logarithms and all that crack but um, 
I don't know, yeah, what what is the internet? What is it? Now my mind is fried thinking about that right here now. But I did see someone come up with it I on Dragon's Den. Some lad had a really good idea for like stopping websites tracking you and stuff. Because everything you do has been tracked online by Bill Gates. Now, I don't know if it's been tracked by Bill Gates. He's just tracking you with the vaccine. <laughs> but yeah, everything you do has been tracked online. So I seen some lad had a really good pitch on the old Dragon's Den. And he, um, it was actually class. I, I was just like cruising through Facebook and I come up on my newsfeed. I was like, Jesus, give this a watch, this lad here. And it was mad. And all the dragons, all the dragons they gave him an offer apart from one. I think it was the British Dragon's Den. It could be an owl video now. And I can't think of the name of the company. Uh, but he basically like gave you an option to select not to be tracked or you could have an option to get they actually pay you to enable your tracking on certain uh, companies that you want to see advertisements from. It's a good idea. I'm raging I didn't think of it. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind coming up with a sassy idea for a Dragon's Den pitch. Like a really good one. Um, I remember one lad, I remember seeing on an Irish one a few years ago, he came in with this big lump of yoke, like on a wheelbarrow. And I was like, what the fuck is this lad bringing in? It was a cash register. But it was about the size of a house. And he came in anyway and he wheeled it in. And they were like, what's this yoke? And he was like, oh, it cleans the money. <laughs> so in fairness, like, because apparently there's a load of germs on money. But he had this genius idea that he'd stop uh, workers, being, an employee, he's been off sick by creating this big cash register that would clean the money for you. But like no no company is going to bother their arse buying that, are they really? And it costs a heap as well. Like, it's just like a dishwasher for money. Like, it wasn't very practical. Like, I don't know how you could turn it on during during the day. It's like, hi, open that cash register there. I need to put in this money. I know she's cleaning. <laughs> it wouldn't be ideal. And they all said no. It, it would be funny to go on with a really shit idea. Like, something really shit. And just take the piss. But you probably wouldn't get by. You probably wouldn't get in with a really bad idea. But, um, yeah, no, this dad lad's idea about the online thing was mental. And it was really, really good. I don't know how the company took off now, but there's definitely there's definitely a gap in the market there for a company like that. Um, I can say that now because he just invented it. <laughs> Does it tap? No, it doesn't. No, I just have to... Yeah, let me just put it in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just have to take it out there again and just try it again there. Yeah, no, it's gone. Well... <laughs> Yeah. Bit of rain, I think it's a bit of rain coming uh, later on there today. Is there, yeah? yeah? I think so, yeah. So the, so the weatherman was saying, anyway. Yeah. You must be going to do a bit of partying, eh? Yeah, yeah a few cans and that in the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that, is that, it's gone through there? Yes. Yeah, do you want a receipt? No, no, it's gone. It's gone. See ya. Bye. Ariana Grande got married this week to Dalton Gomez, a real estate agent. Uh, they had a tiny and intimate wedding, it is said, in California at the weekend gone by. The couple were so happy and so full of love, it is described as, and they couldn't have been happier. So uh, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for you, Ariana. Um, it just means that my that my chance is now gone 
although we used to be snapping back a couple of years ago. But I think she got pissed because I couldn't go away for another weekend because uh, I had a, a Gaelic match. So that was basically why we, we didn't keep in contact. But, you know, best luck to Ariana if you're listening in. Um, hope you know what you're missing out on. But um, hope you have a very, very happy um, and fulfilling life. And, you know, if if you ever want shoulder to cry on throughout the marriage, just give me another shout there. Give me another text. Um, I'm only a snap away at all times, Ariana. My favourite song of Ariana's has to be Positions. Um, I'll just give a little rendition of it here. The lyrics run deep. Um, they're deep and I, I cherish them all the time. Heaven sent you to me. I'm just hoping I don't repeat history. Boy, I'm trying to meet your mama on a Sunday. Then make a lot of love on a Monday. Ah, ah. Never need no, no, no one else, babe. Because I'll be... Switching the positions for you, cooking in the kitchen and I'm in the bedroom. I'm in the Olympics where I'm jumping through hoops. No, my love, infinite, nothing I wouldn't do, that I wouldn't do, switching for you. Perfect, perfect. You're too good to be true. You're too good to be true. But I get tired of running. Fuck it now, I'm running with you, with you. What a song. What a song. Um, it makes me emotional, actually, here reading the lyrics. Um, but yeah, best of luck, Arianda. And Dawson, I'll give you the shout at some point in the future. 40 times. 40 times. For, wh- why, I mean, why, wh- what brings you to hedonism that many times? The wild women. The wild women, the ripping and the tearing. The ripping and the tearing. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And now it is time for the Gaffcast movie of the week. The movie this week, released in 2018 and winning numerous Academy Awards, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I meant to get watching this film ages ago, but I only got around to it now. Starring Rami Malek as the man himself, Freddie Mercury. Um, to be honest, I actually didn't know that much about Freddie Mercury until now. Like, I wouldn't be a massive fan of Queen. Like, I'd like a few of their songs and that. Um, but yeah, I didn't really know all that background information. Uh, I was mad. Freddie Mercury was some boy. He had, um, what I loved about it as well, one of the main things I loved about Freddie Mercury is he had some set of gnashers on him. Like, he had them massive, <laughs> massive teeth. But he never bothered to, like, get them fixed or get them removed or anything like that. Um, like if that was now, like everyone, like everyone's getting like plastic surgery and everyone's pure concerned about what they look like. You wouldn't have like a front man, a front person now of a band, um, who'd have the balls to have teeth like that. Like he just didn't give a fuck. He was just happy to be himself. And I think he said it helped him a bit with his singing as well. But like, um, even on the last, you know, when they, for Live Aid at Wembley. Like, the outfit he wears at that, just the old wife beater and the jeans and the Adidas trackies, like, it looks like something he just threw on, but, like, he looked cool as fucking it. Um, yeah, the old vest tucked in. <laughs> tucked into the last. It, I was like, he was unbelievable that day. Um, like, I know a lot of people said it was like, you see a lot of people saying it was probably the best live performance ever. 
and he was he was good at getting the Irish crowd going. I don't know how he doesn't fall over like the the wires on the stage because he has like the, the microphone stand and he's walking around with it behind his neck and all. And he's just zooming all about the spot. Not bothered him. Um, yeah, your man is such a rim in it. Um, the Irish lad, eh, Paul Pranter. Oh, he's so annoying and every <laughs> every scene that he was in, I was like, oh my god, you're dose. And it's mad when you get successful like that as well. All the the people that start leeching around you. Um, and then you know, all, all his friends kind of just drifted away from him. Then he pushed them all away. And he just had all them bad characters around him. And then he broke up with your man and got with another Irish lad. He must have had a thing for, for the old Irish lads. Um, um, sad story though, the way, the way it all turned out in the end. And it's fucked as well because he's performing at Live Aid. And he's known that he's probably going to die soon. Which makes it even more grim. That's probably why he gave such a good performance as well, because he knew it was probably going to be his last, but it looked unreal. The crowd was going 90. There's so many, uh, so many anthems, Queen. Another one bites the dish. Just like songs everyone knows the lyrics to, and just go mental to. A great scene in it is when they're writing We Will Rock You, and Brian May is like, oh, I want to do a song that can get like the whole audience involved. So he gets the whole band and a few of the friends up on this stage in the studio and gets them to start banging their feet to the rhythm. Imagine thousands of people doing this in unison. Huh? Well, what's the lyric? Your big disgrace, kicking your can all over the place, singing we Yeah, so your man Rami Malik is in it and uh, he does a good job of doing Freddie Mercury to be fair, sure. Like he won an Oscar for it. But um he's such a peculiar lad. I don't know, like his his vibe is so weird. <laughs> I remember he used to be in this series called Mr. Robot. And I remember I watched it years ago when I was school and I watched the whole series on a dodgy box. Um, I bought this like it was the worst dodgy box I have ever come across in my entire life and <laughs> it was just when dodgy boxes were starting to come on the scene and I bought it for 50 beans and I was do you remember when remember when they did that whole swap over from the old TV to the Serview and for some reason we lost like the English channels like BBC and uh, UTV and all that but I think that um I actually think you're only supposed to get like RTE, TG car and RT2 and that on Serview. You're not supposed to get the extra ones, but a lot of people still were getting them, but we weren't. So we were stuck and we didn't, uh, we got rid of Sky before that. So we were stuck with only a few RTEs and uh, we were only stuck with the RTE challenge yeah, and TG car, which was grim, even though like, tell you, shite anyway. But I was like, oh, I found a really good dodgy box online. So I convinced everyone in the family that I was going to get this class dodgy box. <laughs> Oh my God, did I get stung badly with this dodgy box. It was an absolute hip shite. Like, it it was so hard to use. I don't know what planet it came from, like. um, To even get and watch, to watch something, like, to get watching something, it was like, you had to, like, it was like a load of mathematical equations. <laughs> there was links everywhere, and just, 
things popping up and it was just an absolute mission. And then if I tried to get a game, like a soccer match, it could honestly have, I swear, like it'd have about a hundred links and you'd be clicking on them. It was like diffusing a bomb. And next thing I would get it and it'd be in English. And then as soon as the tip off would start, I'd just switch to like Russian or Chinese. Or Chinese. And it, it wasn't user friendly now. It was not user friendly. Um, like I struggled to even manage to get using it. And uh, I was like trying to convince the family before that it would be really handy to use. And I was just like, if I can't barely use it, how am I going to tell like the parents is how you work it like? Um, yeah, I don't really talk, I don't really bring it up much because it, uh, cause it's kind of an insult to my ego because <laughs> I was the one that, uh, whose bright idea it was to get it. And I think she's packed away now. She's packed away now and put in the attic. Um, she'll never be taken out again. Uh, that is for sure. But yeah, because when I, when I seen Rami Malik was in, I just remembered watching, I did get watching that entire Mr. Robot series on it. Um, that was about all it did. It was kind of all right to start the old dodgy box. Then it just it went tits up. Then after that, but I got watching that uh, that series. It's actually an all right series as well. Um, it's about him like hacking into a lot of stuff. Um, you could probably watch it somewhere. I don't know what it's on, but yeah, it was actually decent as far as I can remember. Don't go watching it now, and if it's really shit, and say what were you at recommending that series? It was absolutely hor- terrible because it was a while ago. But as far as I can remember now, it was all right. <laughs> Don't, don't uh, hold me to that. Ten, that old clock's ticking. About time to say goodnight. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. So, folks, we've come to the end of this week's show. I'd like to thank everybody out there for tuning in and being sound. And I hope you've enjoyed it and it brought a smile to your face or you had an hour giggle. Um, yeah, don't forget to do all that following, liking, jazz, and subscribing. And, uh, Give the page a follow on the Instagram page at the Gaffcast. And I shall chat these all again next week. Um, episodes will be on Thursday now from now on. So keep your eyes peeled and your ears to the ground. And I'll chat these then. See yous. Good luck. <laughs>